Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Welcome. We have a special program for you today. We're talking about impact, about leadership and outcomes with Judy Douglas from Crew. Judy Douglas, welcome. Absolutely. I'm delighted to be here. We're super excited, but before we start talking about your leadership role and perspective of what God's doing at Crew, tell us how you keep your faith fresh and strong and Christ-centered as you lead the uh, Women's Resources d- Group at Crew. Well, I find that it's really good to spend a lot of time with Jesus, and I talk to him kind of on and off all day. So there's this relationship going on constantly. I'm in the Word. I love to listen to praise music, and if no one's around, I sing along with it. Um, And one of my favorite things is to go to the beach for days, even a week, all by myself, and it's Jesus and I just being there together. Um, It hasn't happened lately. All my beach houses got sold. I I had friends with beach houses and they would let me use their beach house and they all sold them. So I'm kind of looking for a new beach house. (laughs) Just put in a little plug there in case anybody put the word out there. That's so great. So, so, so why don't you just um, spell out for us before we dive into your leadership, what is your role at Crew? Well, my role is several things. First of all is, you know, wife of the president. And that involves a lot of things. I go to many meetings. Um, Steve's on a lot of boards. Sometimes I go with him to those meetings. Um, I have the Women's Resources Department, which is basically seeking to love and encourage and connect our women around the world because a lot of them are isolated and there aren't very many together and we try to make sure they know they're really a part of the team and I love to love on them and encourage them and we do that with a website and we do that with a a letter every couple of months uh, that goes around the world and um, I just love being with them and and encouraging them. I also do a lot of speaking and get invited to go speak to different parts of the world um, on a regular basis so I'm kind of cutting back on so much international travel Mm. Uh, well right now for sure and um, so it's um, also I consider my major role in the ministry is to love and encourage all of our staff. Mm. And I have a major Facebook ministry with 5,000 friends around the world. Our staff mostly, not all. But um, that's a way that I can wish them a happy birthday because Facebook makes that easy. And I can respond to the things that they say and they feel like they know the wife of the president yeah which makes them feel very connected to the ministry mm-hmm. and um those are the kinds of things that i do you do wear a lot of hats and you have a lot of things that you um have as a responsibility that you're the leader of so with that in mind tell us how you see crew Right now, some of the ways you're seeing them have kingdom impact, um, you know, all over the world. Yeah, definitely. I um, I've been on staff with Crew more than fifty years, and um, 
I have seen it grow into that global impact that they have. I think there are a number of things that have made a difference. And it started with Bill Bright's vision to begin with, which was the whole world, to reach the world. To He had a slogan of win, build, sin, win people to Christ, build them into true followers of Jesus, and then send them out to multiply. So multiplication is a key word in our ministry, and it started on the campus, but now we're doing a lot of other things besides the campus. It's still our major ministry, and it's also the source of our staff for the most part. So we gain more staff from our campus ministries around the world, and it is largely because we teach them in the discipleship process that you do this too. You tell people about Jesus. You help them to grow, and then you give them a vision for how God might use them. We've expanded it to a lot of other areas. You're familiar, I'm sure, with the Jesus film, mm-hmm. which how many is countries? most incredible. How, how many languages is that in now? I think it's about 1,800. Oh and they're all available free on the Jesus app. So anybody who wants to show someone a Jesus film uh, in their own language can can just load download that app and, and tell people about it. Mm-hmm. We also are doing work with leaders and um, a lot of work with churches as we have our global church movement and the Global Alliance for Church Multiplication. And, and uh, that's... Um, a, a more recent thing, and it's it's not just us. Started out with six ministries that do discipleship in around the world mm. uh, with churches, and it's wow. now seventy or 80, I don't even know how many partners. Because that's one of the major thing we're doing now is collaboration oh. with other parts of the body of Christ. Because we do some things well, and mm-hmm. they do other things, and if we can come together and enhance each other, it just so much more happens. Amen, and that's what we. Love and are all about here um, as well. So real quick, can you share with us, Judy, in about 30 seconds, what is it about your job that um, drives you to your knees the most in prayer? I would say the needs of our staff. Mm. I'm convinced that our staff are our most Source. We have great tools. Yeah. We have many financial partners and prayer partners, but our staff are the ones doing the work. And But they have a lot of needs a lot of time. And our ministry is filled with um, hardworking people who like to get things done. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes... They don't always take care of themselves. And so I'm on my knees a lot praying for them and their needs. Mm, That's fantastic. When we come back, lots more with Judy Douglas from Crew. Many things in life are out of your control, but you can control the content you listen to. I Work For Him has created a podcast with you in mind that gives you control. Subscribe to the I Work For Him Power Pod on your favorite podcast platform and you can choose to listen on demand. Shows release several times per week and offer 15-minute highlights of content to help you learn to transform your workplace into a mission field. Subscribe today by searching for I Work For Him PowerPod on your favorite podcast platform. That's I Work For Him PowerPod. Hey, welcome back. We're talking today with Judy Douglas from Crew. She's in charge, the director of women's resources at Crew, which that's such a big title, Judy. But you are ministering to, I mean, how many ladies are on staff and volunteer with Crew? Do you have any idea? Well, uh, the number when you add volunteers is is pretty undefinable, but more than half of our staff around the world, which is 
maybe 20,000 real full-time staff is more than half women. Yeah, I'd heard and of And a lot of them are playing mom roles a lot and not as engaged, but all of them are engaged to some degree in the ministry and they have a lot of different needs. And we're just determined to help meet those needs so that they can be and who do all that God has for them. So tell us about a defining moment that transformed the way that you lead today. You should know that from the time I was born, I wanted my own way. And (laughs) my family attests to that. And when I met Christ at the age of 15, it was a decision to choose God's way instead of mine. And I found out that was a long journey that I got to Mm. make those choices every day almost. And um, But I always wanted it my way. It was a battle I fought. So when I was early, I used to do all the crew publications. I was the editor of two of our magazines and helped Bill Bright write and stuff like that. And so my first 14 years on staff was in the publications area Mm. and directing eventually the publications department. And I um, remember that Bruce Cook, who used to be on our staff and uh, was a Harvard Business School graduate, a friend of my husband's. And so one day I was telling him what someone in my team had done and how proud of them I was. And he says, and that's exactly how you should be doing it, that your your job is not so much to make sure people know what you're doing or even what your whole team is doing, but that you're lifting up the individuals and saying, great job. This is this is great that you did this and helping them believe in themselves and believe that God could use them even more. And that has gone, gone with me for all the other years on staff. That was very early. So it was, in a sense, a defining moment. It's about others getting their work done. And my job as a leader is to equip them and mm-hmm. direct them. But it's it's more than anything to lift them to believe that they can do something that was more than they knew they could do. Mm. You know, and if only more people in our world had someone speaking that into them, just imagine the leadership that can rise up within those individuals, just like it did with you when somebody encouraged you and said, that is the way to lead. And um, being able to celebrate other people's gifts and what they're doing well is a is amazing. So thank you for sharing that. So you were exposed to the publication side of things for so long that I'm sure you have read and loved a lot of people's writings. Is there anything in the world of leadership that has been um, extremely helpful to you that maybe you want to share with the listeners today? Leadership, I think, really needs to be one of uh, just the things I was saying. You know, in Scripture, it says uh, that Jesus is talking to the disciples after they um, were saying, who's the greatest? Mm -hmm. And he said that... The Gentiles lord it over each other. They they want to lift themselves up. They want to look like they're the big dog. And he says these four words that I just never forget. They're always in my mind. Not so with you. And that as believers, our jobs is never to to make ourselves the big leader. God can lift us up and put us in positions if he wants. But always, we are not about 
promoting ourselves. We are about serving others. And a leader's job is to serve. And I know that uh, servant leadership is a big deal uh, and that Outcomes has used that actually quite a bit as well. But there's um, a woman whose name is escaping me right now uh, who wrote a book called Invitations from God. Mm. And in it, it was an invitation to serve was one of them. And she said, maybe instead of servant leadership or servant leader, we should call ourselves a lead servant. And uh, and so I, I like that idea that mm-hmm. I, my job as a leader, uh, even though I don't have a lot of people reporting to me at this time, my job is to serve them uh, in ways that honor the Lord and lift them again to be who God made them to be so they can do what he wants them to do. Hmm. Those are powerful words. I love that. As we talked today with Judy Douglas, the president of Women's Resources, directors of Women's Resources uh, at Crew, uh, talk to me about leaders that you follow, Judy. Is there any one leader that you follow that you you've learned so much from? Let's say outside of Steve, because we know he's, this, you know, as your husband of many many years, he probably is a leader you follow too <laughs> everywhere you go. Well, I have to of course, go to Bill Bright first. Um, I had the privilege of closely working with him for 14 years. And then I was married to Steve. And so I continued to be around him and Bonnet a great deal until they both went home. Um, Bill Bright probably impacted me more than any person in my life. Um, now, he wasn't always the easiest person to work with. I suppose I should have said that. But uh, because he always had big vision and big plans. and uh, But he, a man of trusting God, of loving God, he, he wrote about how we loving God, that's our first love and how important that is. But he believed God for bigger things than anyone else I've ever met. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so you put that love with his faith um, and you just, you find out there's this person who... God could use amazingly, but one of the keys watching him, he not only had these huge ideas that were beyond anyone's imagination, but he also cared about every individual. And I don't think I ever saw him encounter somebody, say a cab driver or somebody in the elevator or somebody coming to clean a hotel room where he spent all his time, you know, and, um, Mm -hmm. but then he would stop and talk to them about Jesus. And so he had this, the most caring heart. And when he would find out there are people who had no idea they could know God and how to have Christ in their lives, he would weep because they didn't know that. Mm -hmm. And so his, Big vision and push hard combined with his love and compassion. It was an incredible thing. Mm, And and so there are other people. I read a lot of Andy Crouch, for example. I like what he has to say. All right. Well, we'll be right back with more from Judy Douglas from Crew. Field manuals have been around for decades. You and I are soldiers serving in our mission fields at work. The I Work For Him field manuals are intended to provide the practical, tactical, factual, and biblical perspectives around work, women at work, and retirement. Our field manuals provide the detailed biblical information and faith-based how-tos for Christ followers like you serving in the field. Go to iWorkForHim.com forward slash bookstore and request your free chapter today. That's iWorkForHim.com forward slash bookstore. Thanks for going down. 
Hey, welcome back. As we're talking with Judy Douglas, boy, she said, he said a really powerful thing as you were quoting Bill Bright, as a leader, you are really lead servant. And wow, if our leaders within the body of Christ could get that, that would be powerful and the world would start to change. Judy, the Alliance is a place where leaders come to invest the best of what they know into other leaders. What leadership idea or thinking would you like to share specifically as an investment since my early years, when I actually had people reporting to me uh, a lot, I do now as well, but a smaller number. Um, and I learned to lead just by caring for the people and seeing the vision of what we were trying to do. Now, my job is much more one of, of primarily caring for people and helping to make a difference in their lives. And um, to me, I think sometimes I watch leaders, even in our ministry, make decisions. And I don't question their decisions because I wasn't there. I don't know the reasons for their decisions or all that went into them. But sometimes I really do get sad at the way they uh, push through with the decisions. And sometimes I think, wait, that's so fast for people to make that adjustment. Are you sure you, you don't need to give them a little more training or a little more time to absorb that? Or And sometimes because we are a ministry that goes out to do, uh, we're full of doers. Mm-hmm. And um, we have a lot of people who aren't ready to do quite as fast as you're asking them to. And so I just think we need to remember our people. I said it before, they are our greatest resource. Mm-hmm. They are the ones God has sent to join with us and, and do this job he's given our ministry. But if we don't care for them and make sure even when we're making decisions for wonderful new projects or wonderful new approaches or something like that, let, let's bring them along as opposed to just push it on them. And that is probably something that breaks my heart a lot because I hear the stories from people, partly because I listen a lot. And um, it's they, the people matter. And mm-hmm. we have to make sure that what we're doing is helping them to to have a vision as well, to feel that what they do matters, but helping them to gas, grasp it at, in a reasonable way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what drives me a lot is to help our staff be able to be full partners. Well, and it's so important for us to all realize as Christ followers in leadership positions that we are really ministering to those people that we manage. It is our, it's our ministry after our family and our spouses, our people are our ministry. We are pastors within our organizations and we need to be loving on them and we need to be listening to them. As you said, listening is so important because if our people are fed and are feel understood and appreciated, they're going to produce way out and beyond uh, than if they're browbeaten and, you know, micromanaged for sure. So, Judy, I thank you for sharing that with the listeners because I think it's something that it's we sometimes know it, but we forget and we get on a on a journey and maybe need to be reminded of the importance of the people. So, speaking of people, talk about mentoring and discipling in your own life. What kind of role did that play in helping you to become the leader that God has made you to become? Once a long time ago, when I was early editor of the Collegiate Challenge magazine, which was a campus evangelistic magazine, my bosses, I had several of them, were 
none of them journalists or magazine people or writers, and they all just knew kind of what they wanted to do. But a person who who's probably the first person I really think of as a mentor was Sherwood Work, who used to be editor of Decision Magazine. And I met him at the Evangelical Press Association, and he saw this kid who had more responsibility than she was really qualified for, because who was everybody young was doing it to begin with. And so he just came alongside me and helped me think through things and, and uh, gave me wonderful advice and assurance that I could do the job. And so that was really important for me. And then I, I have to go back to, of course, Bill Bright, who, who mentored me in faith and love and compassion. But I would also mention Vonette because mm-hmm. we became very dear friends. And Vonette played her role with Bill as a partner just impeccably. Now, Vonette was a very proper person and formal. She loved to dress up. She was happy to do whatever needed to be done. And um, she used to want to encourage me, maybe I could dress a little more, whereas I tend to be rather casual, and um, and serve like she would have me serve tea at her events, and I would always spill it. And she would say, <laughs> we can get that, don't worry. And then she would invite me again. And so what I learned from her, and that's where I'm getting to, mm-hmm. don't give up on people. Just yeah. keep after. Now, she didn't ever get me to be real proper. Uh, <laughs> she she said, I guess I should let you be who you really are. I said, um, I think that works well. That works and, good for you. But she didn't give up. She saw potential from the very beginning. Mm. She was investing in me. And yet, at the same time, she learned who God made me and helped me grow right. uh, into that. And when Steve became president, she was absolutely wonderful at helping me without pushing me to be who she was. And she said, you be yourself. Don't try to be me, which, of course, I would never be able to be. Mm, but That's beautiful. Uh, so those are two major mentors in my life. So It's an amazing legacy. And we know that discipleship and mentoring really plays a huge part in crew on college campuses years ago and still going on today and then across the world. I mean, it's, it's a huge part of what crew is all about, isn't it? It is. One of the things that amazes me is I can go places and, you know, they introduce me or Steve and they say, now, how many of you have been impacted by Steve, mm. by Steve, by the Campus Crusade? group and dozens hundreds depending on the size of the group huge numbers raised their hand mm-hmm. i was walking through an airport in ohio one time and i hear judy judy douglas and uh this man says hi and he told me his name he says i'm a pastor here in ohio he says but i came to christ through crew and you discipled me and that's why i'm doing what i'm doing wow. now and we hear that a lot god is blessed so much because you're multiplying and investing in people's lives. Yeah, I mean, it really is what you said that Bill Bright said, win, build, send, and multiply. That's really what you have done in your life. Judy Douglas with Crew, thanks so much. Thank you. My pleasure for sure. Thank you for joining us today. We pray that this podcast inspired you to a higher and deeper level of thinking for greater kingdom gain. Remember, the wisdom in this podcast came to you on its way to someone else. If you loved it, say so and share it today with a friend. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field. But ultimately, I I work work for him. him.
Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online, iworkforhim.com. I work the number four, him.com.